This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have some old friends who are still new friends, Johnny and Jimmy from the Burn, B-R-R-R-N. Refrigerated workout, change your life. Get to Manhattan and get into a session. So uh, why don't we start off, guys, and uh, just talk about how you guys uh, first met and decided to become partners, and we'll uh, kind of take it from there. Jimmy, I'm going to give you the oh, you passed me the, 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 the imaginary, imaginary maple, maple leaf. leaf. Yeah, we passed us. We like to talk oh, over each other, leaf. so I we like do this maple. weird pantomime thing. Uh, yeah, we met in the in the fitness space in Soho. Uh, we, you know, uh, I was, you know, with a variety of jobs that I had done. I was a, a private trainer in, in Soho, and you know, I noticed Johnny, this guy with like who who was who had this caffeinated personality, and I learned about his background. Uh, having worked as a former public health official this is around like 2013, 2014 and mm-hmm. really just dug his energy. And, you know, while this idea was sort of fermenting, I was, uh, you know, interested in what he was doing. He had an affinity for spandex like me. I wore spandex without the shorts over and he wears it with the shorts over. So I was like, oh, okay, we, gotcha. we got, yeah, we got yeah. something going on this here. He's a cleaner version of you. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's a PG 13. I'm, I'm R. Yeah. R and I'm <laughs> so I, I had been in Italy and all the Italians don't wear the shorts and I'm, you know, I'm also American. So I got to throw the shorts on, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like going to a nude beach. Be like, right. you know what? Yeah. I could do this, but I'm just I'd rather yeah. be a spectator. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like zero to yeah zero sixties. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we met we met in 2013, and uh, you know, around 2015, we we formed the business together. But there was a lot, you know, a lot of stuff had kind of gone. Uh, a lot of things had had happened in order, or, order for us to sort of go. Okay, this is this is this is the guy to to build this thing with. And then from, from a standpoint of actually like setting up a partnership agreement, figuring out like equity splits and right. all that jazz, like obviously that's um, something to say, okay, you know, we'll figure that out later or we'll figure it out now. Let's see what we're doing. So how did you guys, without giving, like, you don't have to disclose the percentages, but like talk oh, about yeah. like how that kind of evolved. It was on a napkin. Uh, Johnny's like, hey, uh, so we're going to write this down on a napkin. His wife or fiance at the time was going to, was like looking at it and was like, was the, um, which she was like, like the, uh, the, the, the witness. She was like a notary, yeah, yeah, in a sense, right? Yeah. Oh, sh- Witness, really? right, yeah. But, but uh, I mean, you know, it, to, to that point, it wasn't, you know, we're 50-50 split. We're equal partners. We weren't, it wasn't even the equity. It was if we're going to go all in on this. And mm-hmm. that was an iterative process of, you know, I had it, my background's in public health. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll probably get into my background later, but I had to check the literature. I had to do my due diligence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we'll talk a little bit about Jimmy's background. I just had to make sure that he was going to be, I'm going to use the word, my business husband, because we literally are husband and husband. We have a baby. Its name is Burn. Yep. And agreed, dude. like, we ain't getting divorced. Like, like we're, we're going to the finish line and there's only one, one ending and it's, you know, yeah. and it's making this thing take off and, and changing lives. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot, Pete. I mean, we, you know, uh, this, this idea was, I thought of this in 2013 and it was like something very close to my chest. It was, you know, it was something that it was just another folder on my computer and, meeting Johnny and having gone through the personal stuff that I had gone through in order to, to have this be, it's sort of like having an inflection point being a, you know, like the, the reason why this came about, honestly, besides Johnny's involvement was I had lost my wife to cancer when I was 29, mm-hmm. about three months into thinking of this idea. And I just had a whole different relationship between health and wellness, having lived through that experience. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when I came back after all the, all the things a widower goes through with, um, you know, with paperwork and just adapting to that new normal, you know, Johnny was, was there as a friend. And also, you know, I was just like, this guy's super invested in 
finding an innovative way to personalize health. And mm-hmm. I was like, he's, he's the other half to this. I knew, I knew it was bigger than me. And I think that for any entrepreneur who's, who thinks of an idea or is, is sort of talking about it with, with other people, if the thing keeps you up at night, if it's something that, that is clearly bigger than yourself, then, then you need to find the right people to help make it a reality. And he was, he was that person. So were you, um, sorry to hear about the, the loss and the chronology oh, to get us here. Um, you never know what gets you to the idea or gets you to your next opportunity or where the passion kind of mm-hmm. flows out of, right. um, but was, was your passion to start up this type of workout regimen or was it to start a company in the fitness industry? Like what, what kind of, what, what prompted you to say, okay, I want to start something innovative and new, or was it, Hey, I love this workout. And I think this, this concept, I need to, to make this commercial. Right. No, I, I, that's, that's a great question. I think going back to passion, my passion is, is ideation is like thinking up of things and trying to, to execute on them. I mean, I, I came up to New York as a writer and performer. I got to work on SNL for a little bit. I, I got paid money to write ads that were on TV and in billboards. Uh, I was a nude art model briefly, which my parents weren't happy about, but it was more of a life resume type thing. But, uh, but no, I mean, I think that, uh, my Jim, pa- Jimmy, my- by the way, has huge bruschetta thighs. Like <laughs> right. if, if we plane crash, you know, plane you're, crash, you're get, you're I get, can tell you, you're getting, you're getting, I'm going to eat first. Getting a bite, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I, my passion is also people too. I'm a son of a small town hairdresser. So I saw entrepreneurship f- firsthand growing up with my mom in her small town beauty shop in Pennsylvania. So, um, so the ideation, the ideation was sort of like a, a foundation for me to be constantly curious about things and surrounding myself with different types of people, mm-hmm. so I can see things from multiple vantage points. I'm also a former Division One wrestler, so I've trained in the opposite temperature my whole life. I thought that excessive sweating was the barometer for. a great workout. Sure. And, 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 and grapefruits, and gra- right? <laughs> exactly. Right. So, if, you know, so losing like seven, eight, nine pounds in a day to, to make weight was, you know, was good for that sport, but wasn't great for a, a perspective about health and wellness. So of, 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 of water weight too. Water weight specifically. Yeah, right? right. So like you would cut this weight, gain it all back. Right. And, and, but I re- didn't realize that like winter was, was when, when wrestling season happened. Right. And, and so running early in the mornings, you know, even shoveling snow for my mom, like went you know, to make sure that her, her customers didn't slip and fall, um, uh, at our house. Like winter was always the backdrop of my upbringing. And I found out, you know, Johnny, you know, he's, he's, he's from the Midwest and it was also his too. Cool. Go Paco. That's right. Wisconsin. Well, it was actually Bucky the Badger for University of Wisconsin. So is that right? Yes. Right. Wow. I was also a competitive D1 athlete. And <laughs> spandex underneath fur, that outfit fur, or not? Fur, fur. fur. Well, I mean, sometimes I didn't wear anything under the fur, you know? <laughs> yeah. But for, for, Obviously. That's for a fact. That's yeah. for a fact. Yeah. Right there. yeah, yeah. It's like one of the mascot uh, benefits, right? Yeah, no one really right. goes in there. Yeah. Right. That, exactly. Like, Who is this guy? <laughs> um, Were you a son of, is, do you have any parents in the hairdressing industry? or no? Close though, right? So my, my dad is a soap, was a soap salesman. My dad's not retired. Okay. So he worked for Dial Soap his whole life. Um, what you need for when, when you're freeballing it in those. Which you definitely do. <laughs> in, your, in your costume. You definitely yeah, do. This is now turned into the R-rated version. That's right. 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 Our Halo unsuccessful talks. Netflix special is coming out next year. We're so. going to launch this after 9 p.m. That's right. <laughs> but, so, something that's kind of interesting about kind of passing the baton is, you know, I would have never have thought of exercising people in a cold fridge in a million years. Right. But, that's where Jimmy came in, but the execution of it is kind of where where I where I have excelled. You know, right. I grew up. My dad worked from home. He did 
he covered the Midwest for sales for Dial Soap, right? Mm-hmm. So selling through distributors, et cetera. But, you know, he was a one-man show, grew up with his super organized office. He had a fax machine. He had a computer in the 90s, which was unheard of. And right. so his systemization and just kind of just, you know, going in as a kid, asking, asking him if we can play catch and him saying, yes, let me just do this one, you know, X, Y, and Z. So that kind of was infused in me. But mm-hmm. I grew up, you know, ended up working for the health department here in the city, worked for former Mayor Bloomberg, Mm-hmm. on his obesity task force, uh, was part of the built environment program. I've co-authored a paper on just um, a, a built environment practice uh, via stair use and everyday living as a means mm. to curb obesity. Um, you know, and so th- th- this theory of how environments can nudge behavior is just, it, it, it's in me. And so I meet Jimmy and I'm like, this is insane. I'd never thought of cold like this as mm-hmm. the most primal environmental nudger to stimulate exercise. Right. So, you know, we met several years ago when you guys were, you know, kind of looking for locations and saying, okay, we're going to, we're going to test this out. How much of it did you feel like was an experiment and understanding like, Hey, we're doing an experiment versus, you know, like, Hey, we're building this business and we're going to get multiple locations. Cause, cause when we met, you yeah. know, there's a lot of different things being thrown at the wall on the f- f- boutique studio side. And I'm sure when you're talking to investors and you're talking to friends and you're like, you know, did, where does this fit? Does it fit? Like, are you guys out of your mind? You know, like there's gotta be a lot that you kind of had to weather, uh, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. when you're like, Hey, we're going to do this refrigerator workout. And you're like, dude, like keep, keep your day totally. job type of thing. Like, how did you kind of fight through that? Yeah. And then how do you feel now? <laughs> well, I, I, oh my God. I mean, yeah, gosh, I, you know, there's, there's so many phases. I think the first phase for me was, so my answer is it's still an experiment. And I think any business is an experiment. We are a living, breathing organism and we have to constantly adapt and listen to our community. Yep. But the great. first trials were insane. We did it in, 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 um, in six point brewery in Red Hook in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Everybody said no to us you know, crazy dudes exercising in their fridge. But then we tested it on other people in Jimmy's hometown in 30 degrees. And that was, that was good and bad because we got as cold as we can go. It was 30 degrees. I'm going to call the big Jerry word, the nader, because we saw the pros and cons of exercising in cold and just mm-hmm. some of the associated risks that we needed to understand. But then we knew, okay, this was bottom of the barrel, how cold we can go let's go a little bit warmer and let's see what happens. Yeah. And, and we, and we when we came in touch with each other, P, we, we were, you know, just trying to understand like the industry. I mean, someone like yourself, we were like, oh, let's, let's have this conversation. Um, and you know, after our conversation, we heard no like 300 times yeah, in sure. pitches and, and all of those no's were, were, uh, helpful into us getting our eventual yeses to be in literally the shark pit of boutique fitness in the entire world, right? In, in Flatiron Chelsea. So, mm-hmm. So I think like for anybody that's starting a business or at least anybody that's like passionate about doing something, rejection is necessary. There's a necessity of no's and people, I think that there's in, in the generation that we live in right now, it's important to sort of not get what you want. I knew as a, as an improviser, like you live in this yes and world, like you're, you're trained to sort of support your scene mm-hmm. partner, but there's also, there's, they also teach you that you're, you can deny the, you can deny the, uh, the, the act, you know, you can deny the character, not the actor. So if I say like, oh my God, Peter, this well, it's the end of the, it's the end of the world. You can disagree. You can disagree with my character, but my, but my impetus, my suggestion is, as a, as an actor, you, you agree with you have to sort of like build this world with me. Interesting. So, okay. so, so, so as that parlays with, with, you know, raising money, 
you know, it's, it's, it's important to be supportive of one another. Like we yes and each other on like what we wanted this thing to be, mm-hmm. but it was in those no's that allowed us to see where the road was ahead of us. Um, cause we didn't really know, you know? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's important, you know, and, and you know, Johnny, you kind of hit on this, that people really need to understand, like, when you do a friends and family round, it's a friends and family like backing experiment A. Right. Yeah. And then, right, yeah. you know, like you get yeah. the next round of investment because the first experiment is either worked or like you've pivoted to something that's interesting and you need to fund the next experiment. I feel like, yeah. and I said this on a couple other podcasts, but you know, like th- these ideas of getting like series A, B, C, D, E rounds is because the company has performed and you have the right to go and get more capital because you're building on a milestone. And that there's an opportunity that you've said, okay, this is a profitable business model. I feel like some people lost sight of like why you're allowed to get more capital is because you've proven something. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, even even when you're an actor, uh, everybody like any people who aren't represented by a union yet, they're like, they're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna be rep by Gersh or, or like one of the bigger brands. Like, no, you gotta like you gotta do the student films. You gotta take those classes. You gotta build the resume. And to your point. We needed to, to try things out and sort of understand what our voice was in this mm-hmm. very crowded space uh, before we, you know, got the attention of people that can really help make this a scalable, vert- vertically integrated company with right. us. So, so once you opened the doors and, and kind of started to, to listen to the feedback, you know, some of it's, I, I know you guys are like as hands-on as it gets. So it's not like you guys are sitting there like Very handy people, yes. Yeah, not, yes, not yes. waiting for like a, an Excel report and somebody saying like, oh, let's figure out what the data means. Like you're fucking living that every right. day. Like, yeah. yeah. Forget about what people look at on the data. Like what do people say? What's their reaction? What's their mood? You know, what is, what is their face? You know, like. Totally. T- talk for a minute about like you guys both being in there all the time versus some other groups that we've talked to or we've done business with where it's like, well, you're showing me this location. You haven't been in here in like fucking six weeks. Like, <laughs> right. how can you tell me anything about it? Right. Yeah, yeah I, uh, man. I mean, we built everything on top of doing cold. We, you know, we look to our predecessors and, you know, some of the milestones, some of the things that, you know, our community has done, like the Soul Cycle founders, Elizabeth Cutler and Julie Rice. I mean, they are, it, it's incredible what they've built. We wouldn't be here without Soul Cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of taking that and doing, you know, maybe, maybe it is version 2.0, maybe it's 3.0. Um, but, you know, trying to do it better, different has been interesting. So, so for example, you know, even how we launched with a new CRM platform and, but typically, you know, if you're a SoulCycle or you're a tread company, you're putting in bikes or something, we had to put in a whole new system of an exercise modality. So we have three classes. So that's three different layouts. That's mm-hmm. working with a graphic designer. We then realized we had, you know, too many people in one of the classes. So we had to redo the PDF, right? We work with, and so what I'm kind of getting at is just the day-to-day blocking and tackling has been super important of just, and it's communicating, communication and rolling out an entire, sure, it's easy for Jamie and I to, to say, edit this, do this, edit it. But then when you're, you know, choreographing and conducting a team, mm-hmm. then it, it takes a little bit slower, but still we've had to move and adapt very quickly. I think that's been our success yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if you want to, if you want to inspire your community to help keep the lights on, you have to signal through them. So we've been very communicative with the people that are our members, the people that, that, that come to us, you know, once a week, three times a week, once a month, uh, and asking questions and not being afraid to be like, what do you like? What do you dislike? And that, mm-hmm. and that, that data is super important. We also taught, I mean, I still teach classes. Um, we, you know, Johnny taught classes early, early on and we co-developed the program and we hired great instructors who, mm-hmm. who aren't afraid to, you know, to tell us this is not working. You know, it's an idea meritocracy for us. Mm-hmm. Best idea wins. It wins. And, you know, I learned that in the writer's room where it's the best joke wins. I don't care how long you've been here. 
the best joke wins. And right. and for us, we wanted to deliver a no joke workout experience. And in order to do that, we had to be on the ground floor and not in the box seats making decisions. Gotcha. So t- take a couple minutes and just talk about what the workout entails and what kind of results people get and how that differentiates. Yeah, totally. So so we went to market and l- labeling our workouts first, second, and third degree burn, which was a good joke, but terrible way to get people <laughs> to understand what they're going to work out. And so we, we went to market with a, a class called, uh, called Flow, called Slide, and called hit. So flow was like a yoga inspired class, which did well, but not as well as the other classes. So we ended up bagging that, um, Mm -hmm. and, and, and sort of are are cultivating right now, a new way to, to, to offer that to our community. But, uh, currently right now we have three classes. One's called hit, which is with battle ropes and with weights. Uh, we have a class called slide, which is a lower impact class that uses, uh, an an ultra slide board to, to work on lateral movement. Mm -hmm. So think like a Pilates cardio class. And then we have a class called hit and slide, which is a trifurcated model where we're doing battle ropes, weights, and slide boards all into one class. And, and, and we, you know, Pete, we want it to be machine independent mm-hmm. so that we can, so that we can move, uh, so we can m- move upon the demands of our community. Gotcha. And, then, and then just in terms of the science, so it's, it's 50 degrees. And so the science basically suggests and supports this idea that you burn fat, you burn more calories, you can acclimate to cooler temperatures. But for us, the biggest thing is ac- it actually improves performance. So there's studies on marathon you know, times, running times, treading times, and it's the, the low 40s and the low 50s that mm-hmm. give you the best results. And this has also been able to extend us to, to some really cool competitive brands like Under Armour. They've shot a commercial with us. Um, talk, you know, it, it, it was a promotion for one of their new cold, cold gear uh, lines. Yeah, cold gear lines. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, even for them, like improving performance by 1% is, it's, it's super yeah. significant. Yeah, yeah, it's like that Nike shoe that's like, Five percent better for right. marathon runs. Right. Unbelievable. You know, I, think, I think people are realizing now. I mean, at least they're realizing in our space that uh, in order to be a company that really gets people's attention, you have to work. You have to work on the workout environment, not necessarily the workout. There's a lot of mutations mm-hmm. of of workouts, and we knew that in order to be the redwood in the forest with what we're doing, that we had to completely flip the script and say all the things that you've been told about performance um, are, aren't aren't true anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and to if you want to have a superhero cape on your back from the moment that you walk in to the moment you walk out, turn the thermostat down. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So from a standpoint of, um, I think what a number of the boutiques in general have forgot is like people are coming here because I want, I want to have noticeable physical results and I want to have noticeable better feelings. Right. Right. right? And I feel like a, a number of groups, like, I don't know, I go, I go cycling a lot and there's not one person in that studio, including the instructor who I know by first name basis and the three people that work at the front desk, not one of those people have ever asked me, what am I trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. And that that's shocking to me, right. given the amount of money I'm spending and the, and the amount of money they see that I'm spending. Shouldn't somebody say to me like, hey, well, how can I get, help you reach your goals today? So you guys are obviously building a community. You guys have like this this DNA of like, I'm going to help people get to achieve what they want to achieve. So how do, how have you guys thought about either personalizing it or noticeably like using the information or like the, the, the trainer instructor, knowing the people that are in the class? Cause that I think is going to be like the next wave of like, why should I pay that amount per class? Even if there's a downturn, cause I'm getting fucking results. Right. See, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. No, look, I think, I, I, well, I think just, just to, to interrupt you, Jimmy. So something that's interesting is we had to go to market Peter um, with just, we had to go to battle just basically substantiating the science, right? And so we came out 
you know, had all these claims, you know, we're, we're, we're basically trying to debunk this myth that a hot and sweaty workout is a good, good workout. And guess what? It's worked. Like the media has picked up. We've been mm-hmm. in everything. We've been the New York times twice in the last five months. We've been good morning, America live with Kelly and Ryan, you name it. And it's with the, just the backbone of what we call the cold, hard facts. But now I think we're in phase two mm-hmm. and it's getting into the fact that even why I work out, why Jimmy works out is not necessarily for vanity, but to feel great. And mm-hmm. so we have a new ad campaign coming out that's, that's, that's tapping in, into that side about ask, we, you know, we're pulling our, our community now. We have a big survey that's coming out that's a, a, asking exactly this, but we already ca- kind of already know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, if you feel better, you're going to look better. Um, lip, for, for the long this time the boutique exercise scene was about you know living better being a popularity contest and mm-hmm. and we joke we say we're cool because the thermostat says so so uh, and another part of that personalization is we have a lot of our our about ninety percent of our instructors are also personal trainers. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you get that personal training workout within a group exercise setting. Uh, we've piloted some personal training in our fridge. It's definitely part of the bigger picture as we, as we scale having a mini fridge. Um, but to your point, the, the worst thing that you can experience is when you walk through the doors and you're, and you're investing in this concept and people don't feel like they're investing in you. So we have a tremendous team where people, we have a warm experience when you walk in and obviously a cool experience when you work out, but people know your name. They're, they're, they're saying, Hey, congrats. Hey, hundredth class. Congratulations. We have incentives for our customers to want to invest in us. And I feel mm-hmm. like that makes a difference with whether, whether or not brands stay for a little bit or whether they stay for a long time. Got it. We'll just plug the location address while we're on the topic here before I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's at uh, 107 West 20th Street. So it's between uh, 7th and 6th. So like if you know where Kleinfeld Bridal is, where they do say yes to the dress or um, – mm. Fun fact, Jimmy's fiance. She said yes to the dress. She did, yeah. So we're getting married in, in June. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Congrats to Jimmy. Thank you. Excellent. And Rachel. Thank you. It'll be cool. It'll be cool and warm. That's right. right. That's right. Warm reception. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Cool experience. Yeah, yeah cool. exactly. Um, so as, as you look at, at what you guys have built and say, okay, look, you know, we've got our one location right now. Um, what, are you, what are your aspirations and, and what do you, what, what's going to be personally gratifying to you? Because some people come in to us and say like, hey, I want 500 locations. Like, okay, you got one right now. Yeah, yeah. Like what, what, what's the plan? And, and part of it is, how big does it need to get to kind of satisfy your personal objectives? I, I, honestly, I think I can speak for the both of us. Like we're, we are extremely happy that this happened. I mean, again, going back to those no's, it didn't have to happen. Like right. it, there, there's, there's so many, I mean, especially here in New York where there's so many options, we're happy that we're able to, to exceed our goals month, month, month in a month out and to, and to increase our top line revenue month to month. And that out of like, literally there's around like 30 plus options within two to three blocks around us. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people are choosing to come to our classes that we're able to be sold out during our prime time spots uh, makes a difference. And the fact that people are are saying great things about us makes a difference, not just about the workout, but about the entire experience. Mm-hmm. So I think the long-term goal is, is, to, is to constantly continue to be the biggest skeptic of your own products. I think that's how you make progress is, is to, is to recognize that you need to make mistakes first. And we've done that and we're constantly finding ways to revise the script, but surrounding yourself with great people. Um, we, we, we admit that we're, we're new operators in this game. Mm-hmm. We have a tremendous team. We're continuously building that team and, and we're looking, we're looking ahead and, and the emails are coming through. There's, there's international exposure and there's also international interest with mm-hmm. us uh, helping people keep their cool year round. That's great. 
I, th- I think just to piggyback off of that, I think, and uh, again, I, it's funny, we're, we're two brains, one body in, in many ways, but I think just to, to, you know, my background's in public health, you know, was working for the public health department doing obesity prevention. And, mm-hmm. you know, today heart disease is still the number one killer, right? It's not cancer. People are, you know, and that is from our environment. And I think, you know, the personal gratification for me is for people to be talking about this disassociation that we've created with with heat and a sweaty workout and that I want people to be going, oh, you know what? Actually, cold is really good for me. I want mm-hmm. people to start finishing their showers on cold. I want people to be more familiar with, you know, or be more comfortable with getting uncomfortable with taking, shedding a layer and going mm-hmm. for a run, whether it's in, you know, Southern Alabama or Northern Wisconsin. And and that, that will be as a direct result, I think, because of us and because of this movement that we're creating. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Avi Greenberg on the show and we just had a, uh, our thing called Breath Club with him where yeah, we did, we did the, Hoff, yeah, yeah. the Wim Hof them and, and it, it, what a tremendous influence to help validate what we're doing, you know, but but in a different way, those are value adds right to your customer by having these really, we're doing a thing called the cold Turkey challenge where we're encouraging people to do seven workouts in 10 days. And they have a shirt that says, I didn't quit cold Turkey. I mean, like it's, we're finding ways in observation of the people around us and what's working for them to, Mm -hmm. to sort of personalize it in our own way. And, and it's, it's, it's working, which is really exciting. Great. So from a standpoint of having the market understand, like, where do you think you are in like the spectrum of, you know, maybe in Flatiron, like it's pretty well, you know, it's understood. We're we're talking to people. It's, um, we, we have a friend, he was lying in bed on a Saturday morning, a couple of weeks ago, and we popped on on CNN, you know? And so it's, this is, this is a social media war. To, mm-hmm. to many, to, to, to a certain extent, yeah, sure. fitnesses, it's, and, and, and it's, it's, we have to saturate the market and we, we have to start with our backyard. And so right now we're super razor focused on our backyard, but you know, I, I think what's also important is that it has to make sense. And so this, this makes sense. We think because we are currently in a culture that's addicted to comfort and, you know, we can store fat and excess. And the reason we can store fat and excess, but not protein and not carbs or not even al- not even alcohol, ethanol, is because we've evolved with this thing called winter. Mm-hmm. Winter doesn't come anymore and we're celebrating it at burn. It is a human primordial thing. And so that's what it's about. Edutainment is, gen- as, as, as I've right. learned from Jimmy. Having worked in advertising, you have, I mean, it's very hard to get people's attention. And mm-hmm. so to do it in a, in a clever way, in a meaningful way, where you almost, you're almost like, throwing a shoulder in the chest of the people that are, that are consuming your content where they go, mm-hmm. Oh, what's it? What's this is important. And we're learning how to do that along the way. Um, you know, we're being a lot more bolder, you know, a lot more bold with, with the messaging we found out early on just because we're, we're two small town guys, um, with, with, you know, sort of the mid middle-class parents, um, that we got like friend zoned in our brand. Initially, we were like a little bit too like, Hey, how are you? And there, the <laughs> desirability wasn't there. Um, so now we're shifting more towards like friends with benefits. So now we have a little bit more of an elevated look right. and feel to our brand, but you can trust us, right? We're not going to dupe you. Uh, this isn't about, you know, how, how many photos we can put on Instagram that, that are going to make you like want to, uh, you know, <laughs> bed or, be in bed with our instructors. It's, it's about like, what are you guys about? Why, why, you know, can I see myself in this brand, in this community? Mm-hmm. And will I refer somebody that I, that I care about to, to sort of join me in this movement with you guys? Awesome. Well, on that note, make sure you get a burn workout. Keep it cool. That's right. That's, That's right. right. And get warm. That's right. Get results. And that these guys are here looking out for everybody's best interests. So 
Great to have you guys on the show. So I'm glad we did this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys have made setup. substantial progress since yeah, the last right, time we right. met. Yeah. We, we've, we've shaved our face and, and we've cleaned our teeth. We yeah, have, I mean, right. teeth Any, are very stained when you run, try to run a business. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, any, anytime you go from like a PowerPoint to a location, like yeah. things things happen. So yeah. keep keep up the good work Thank and you. I'll Thank see you, for, you guys in for a workout. You got it. Awesome. Look forward to seeing you. Thanks. Thanks.